Megan, spring is one of our family's busiest seasons with tons of time on the go. There are so many places to be and details to remember. And the last thing I need is the constant irritation of uncomfortable shoes. So today we're talking about the Vionic Vitals collection from our longtime sponsor, Vionic Shoes. These are the best essential shoe styles for everyday wear this season. So Katie on our team is getting ready for warmer weather in Chicagoland with a pair of Vionic's Bella Toe Post sandals. These are Vionic's best-selling flip-flop style, and they have a cute little bow on them. They come in nine great colors, but Katie chose a versatile black patent leather. They're super supportive for her high instep, and they even come in wide sizes, which is a great option. Yeah, the styles in the Vionic Vitals collection are classics that don't really go out of fashion. And because they're such great quality, they're going to last as well, even with daily wear, which mine definitely get. And I love that Vionic offers a 30-day guarantee. Wear them, love them, or return them for a full refund within 30 days. But I have a feeling after those 30 days, our listeners will love their Vionic shoes so much they'll be ready to order another pair. Use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at Vionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's a one-time use only. Bionic Shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Megan. We're two moms with eight kids between us, from little to grown. We're in different areas of the country and in different stages of life. But we both know that motherhood's a lot easier when real moms share tips and encouragement. And remind you that it's really all going to be okay. We're not experts. We're parents who've been there. We're not perfect. We're real. Welcome to the Mom Hour. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 168 of the Mom Hour. I am Megan Francis here, as always, with Sarah Powers. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Megan. Are you enjoying that air conditioning you finally got back? Oh, yeah. It's my <laughs> my week is looking up. That's good, because I had an AC uh, outage earlier this summer, and I know how much that stinks. And we are talking, we're kind of doing, I guess, like a late summer check-in. We're going to talk about the transition to... Um, from summer to fall or back to school. I know not not everyone actually gets to wait till fall to go back to school, um, but it's starting to have that feel about it, right? Like that fall time of year feeling, even though we're not there yet. Yeah, it's a, and, it's a yeah. weird time of year, I feel like, because everyone goes back at different times and the weather's right. still so hot. So I think yep. we'll hit on both end of summer malaise. <laughs> yes, like, I think Sarah and I are both in a little bit of a malaise place right now. I yeah. know I am. So, and then also yeah. kind of what we do to kind of keep that energy up as you, you know, you don't want to just wish away the end of your summer, but also starting to think about transitioning to back to school. So even if you aren't going back to school for a few more weeks, this is sort of like, yeah, it's a late summer check-in and I think we're going to have fun. We said, we said earlier, we think we do this every year, but I think it's a good time of year. I think everyone needs it every year. So absolutely (laughs) bear with us. If you've listened to this before, I'm sure we'll have some new and exciting things to say. Definitely. We're glad you're here wherever, wherever you're joining us from. Sarah, our sponsor Vionic is back today with their Vionic Vitals collection. These shoes are the most essential styles for everyday wear to get us ready for spring, which will be here before we know it. We've already talked about my Uptown Loafers and Willa Slip on Flat and your Chardonnay heeled sandal, but this collection also includes the Walk 23 Classic Sneaker. That is that unapologetic dad sneaker style that's so popular right now. And I was just thinking having all four styles would basically be like having a spring capsule wardrobe for your feet. Oh my gosh, that is actually such a genius idea, Megan. I love where you're going with this. You know, high quality shoes are such a classy way to elevate your wardrobe. And the styles in the Vionic Vitals collection really can be worn in your everyday mom life, whether you're running errands or dressing up for an occasion. Yeah, and let's talk about the comfort factor, Sarah. Vionic actually got started by revolutionizing medical orthotics. Today, they continue to use that science to make cute and comfortable shoes that can keep up with our active lifestyles. Use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at vionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's one-time use only. Vionic Shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. Sarah, our sponsor, Haya, is back on the show today, and I just really love this company. Typical children's vitamins are basically candy in disguise. They're filled with two teaspoons of sugar, unhealthy chemicals, and other gummy junk most parents don't really want their growing kids eating. That's why Haya, the pediatrician-approved, super-powered, chewable vitamin, was created. That's right, Megan. Haya fills in the most common gaps in modern kids' diets to provide the full-body nourishment they need. And Haya vitamins have a yummy taste kids love, too. So we were just talking to Katie on our team, Megan, and she was saying that when they get down toward the bottom of the high vitamin bottle, her boys are fighting over who gets the last one. 
Oh, I love it. And I also love that Katie can feel good about that, right? Haya is designed for kids of all ages and sent straight to your door. So parents never need to worry about running out. And we've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. You're going to get 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, go to HayaHealth.com slash MomHour. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash MomHour and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Okay. All right. Are we ready? <laughs> well, first of all, can we talk about how weird? For, I want to talk about the fact that we've both been traveling like crazy. Crazy. A, but also that we're both in very different places now. We both got back like at the same time. Like I got home from my last, my final destination or yep. vacation on Thursday. Then on Thursday, you left for mm-hmm. a family reunion or birth, uh, yeah. your grandma's birthday. And then and I got you back. just got mm-hmm. back. And now you've got what? A one week? I know. So when we were talking about this episode and you were kind of phrasing it as like, well, there's still summer left and we've got to push through this end of summer. And I'm like, I'm done with summer yeah. I'm mentally and also actually. So we are recording this right before it comes out, guys, because we're flattened by the seat of our pants. So yeah, we surely we're are. just about a day ahead. So we're recording this the um, beginning of August and my kids meet their teachers a week from today. So Crazy. Monday of next week, and then we start back Wednesday of next week. So I think I have nine days left of summer and you have like a month. So that puts us in yeah, very I have, different. Yes, I have almost a month. I have um, four weeks to the day t- from tomorrow. Okay. The day so we go back out. the day after Memorial or uh, Labor Day. So, yeah, that is yeah. Like a, that's a, um, a very retro thing to do. Wait till after it is. Labor day. Michigan is kind of retro. Well, it's um, it's a tourism oriented thing. So uh-huh. the law, it used to be the law that you couldn't start. You couldn't commence school at a public school until after Labor Day because of how much of our economy is tourism. Uh-huh. Um, they did change the law. So you can now, but most schools in this area do not. I mean, because there's still, yeah, people are still heavily in tourist mode here. So uh, yeah, it's a, so where I look at August, I tend to have this pattern where June is all about, I don't know, like the kids are doing camps or sports camps or like, you know, if they played when Owen played baseball, it was always a heavy baseball month. Yeah. Then July seems to be when we travel and August has always been when we kind of just chill mm-hmm. and you don't really get that. Uh, no, I don't. And this summer in particular, we just traveled a lot and it was, it was really all good. It was all trips that we wanted to do, but I will say it felt like a little too much. And maybe I'm saying that yeah. just on the heels of the third trip. But we had no, two I weeks, get you. Yeah, two weeks in Santa Barbara, which is not far away, but it was a long time. And then just over a week in Rhode Island, which is a long way, a big, like, you know, long journey. And then just this quick weekend up to Oregon. I mean, I wouldn't trade any of the trips, but I, um, I went back and looked at the calendar. And what killed us, I think, was the weekends, because each trip encompassed at least the weekend on either side of a week, if not more. Does that make sense? So yeah. like, even if you're gone for a week, you actually miss out on two weekends. And okay. weekends are just when it's when our whole family's resets it's when brian's home it's when we do some stuff around the house get chores taken care of get haircuts you know like all of those weird things and i think we had 10 summer weekends and we were gone for six of them that's crazy and most of the ones we were home for are so long ago now they were in like mid-june i don't even remember like i feel like i haven't (laughs) had a weekend at home and then we had one but we had no air conditioning (laughs) well and you feel like you know when you get home from a trip like that you, you need a day just to even reacclimate to your house. I yes. mean, you're not jumping back into normal life. Everything no. is off and weird. The yeah. laundry. And, we talked about laundry yeah, last oh, week. Man. Like all of those things accumulate and sort of make you feel behind. Yeah. And my kids are come and go now too. So like if I if I miss a weekend or if, if we spend one of our weekends together traveling. Right. Then that means I probably won't have them the following weekend, which means I have to like wait another weekend for right. to do, us to do weekend stuff. Right. So that's when it starts to feel limited. So what's the mood like around your house, you and the kids? Like, are you feeling kind of relaxed about this nice four weeks you have coming up? Are you starting to think ahead? How do you feel? Um, I feel pretty good. I I actually really I feel like August is the reward um, because the rest of it has been so nutty. And I just feel like like. Will, you know, he's 14 going on 15. He wants to hang out with his friends. Yeah. And I know like we were and he's been a great sport about it, but we've been camping and we've gone on trips to see family and that's yeah. all great. But like, I feel like he's ready just to kind of do St. Joe stuff, which is a great place to be in the summer, especially August is not as busy as June and July mm-hmm. as far as tourism goes. So it's a better time to just kind of hang out and go to local restaurants and stuff. Yeah. So um, that's good. I'm feeling good about that. Um, 
I'm trying not to get too complacent, though, Mm -hmm. because I feel like I have all this time left. Right. But in reality, you know, two weeks are going to fly by and I'll be racing to keep up. And I feel like everything is so contingent on something else. So here's like one thing I just just realized today. It's one of those little anxiety things that like Mm -hmm. pops in your when you wake up. I woke um, a tremendous crash of thunder woke me up at like 430. That's dramatic. Yes. It was. Oh, my goodness. It was crazy. And then. I just laid there like for whatever reason, I missed that window yes. of going right back to sleep. Oh, yes. And I think I got up to go to the bathroom. And then when I got back, it was like too late. And then all the little things start to creep in. And yep. I never I don't do that at night. I'm usually tired when I go to bed and I fall asleep really easily. But yep. if I wake up around 430, yep. it's it's over. Yeah, me too. So <laughs> I just laid there thinking about the fact that, oh, um, my when I moved in April, I went and updated the kids our family's address at the bus garage because my middle schoolers took the bus. And then in my head, that task was done and I just didn't think about it. Okay. Well, I never went to the central office and did the same thing. So I'm not going to get my kids teacher assignments unless I oh. figure it. So I have to figure out first of all, when they're open, which means oh, going the worst. Yes. I have to like make a phone call <laughs> and then I'm going to have to get in my car and drive there. Yeah. And I'm going to have to bring the, proper documentation yes. to show that our address and it's just I mean it's a silly thing it'll take me 20 minutes I go that way all the time anyway right but like it's just one more thing I don't want to do yeah and and you when know? your mindset is in summer it just yes. feels difficult yeah yes. so I, there's a lot of that little stuff and like you know just getting like finding all their backpacks I don't yeah. remember where we put those stuff like yeah. that that's so. the, that's kind of one of the things that makes me a little nutty this time of year is I feel like um when I when the kids first get out of school, I give myself this break of like, you know, I'm just going to let the house go a little yeah, bit. We're going to enjoy sure. ourselves. And then we traveled. And and the functionality of travel means you do have to be really organized. You have to know where things are. You have to keep up on the laundry. But it's all geared toward the travel. And right. so then it's not, the home, it's not affecting your home at all. Right. And so that's yeah. when like now it's early August and there are backpacks that have been, you know, hanging up since the end of school. And um yeah it just starts to feel I start to feel kind of disgusted with myself and it's not fair I mean that's that's being too hard on myself because we really did have a lot of things to do they just yeah I did get I did get all like the school papers and artwork put away I think I've shared on the podcast I have these giant like accordion portfolio things I'll I I can link to them in the show notes because everybody always asks but they work really well I the stuff comes home so I felt pretty good about that that kind of stuff got put away but like, I don't know, backpacks and lunchboxes, they got unpacked, but like they're still just dirty and laying around. Right. And, and yes, yeah. they're gross. This might be the year I just buy everyone new ones. We are. We did I do new. that last year. We, we are. So. It's a year. So I only do it every two years for my yeah. kids. Um, and I usually do pottery, pottery Barn. They've done well for us. They're pricier, but they last. And the kids like the patterns and whatever. So it is a, it is a year for new backpacks and lunchboxes for everybody except Allegra got a backpack for her birthday in April. So she's not, she, she didn't need one. Oh, so um, she's throwing everything off. I know she is. <laughs> she's got to make it last two and a quarter years now. Oh no. Um, but I still didn't really do anything with the old ones. So it's still that it's right. like, yes, it's yes. So I think in summer we give ourselves permission to let go, but then it's like, at what point does that start to just make you feel gross? How do you feel about yourself personally right now? Because I will say one thing that I'm one thing I always underestimate is the toll that travel takes on my personal mm-hmm. health habits. Mm-hmm. Um, I eat poorly. Yes. I drink more yes. and I don't exercise. Yes. And I feel like schlubby. Like I feel like the last three to four weeks have made me a schlub. Yeah. And I'm feeling very motivated. Like in the summer, in theory, I have more time to exercise or it should be easier because mm-hmm. I don't have to deal with like cold weather clothes and yeah. my, my kid's schedule doesn't really matter. I can right. just run out if I have a chance or whatever. And in reality, it never works out that yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. I think I feel the same way. I think I've had little pockets of time. Every time we come home from somewhere, I do feel pretty motivated for all of those reasons. It's the, it's the drinking everywhere I go. My well, there's always a reason. More. It's like everyone's just, <laughs> well, because everything is a party in the summer. Yeah. And if I have something scheduled, like if I think I'm going to go to yoga at five o'clock, or something like that. There's always something that's going to come up in the summer. Yeah. And most of my friends are either teachers or self-employed. Yeah. So the summer is like a free for all. Yeah. And you guys with your weather, it really, we is do like have a to enjoy the it. day. Like it, the it really season. is. Yeah. Yeah. And I try, I try not to beat myself up for that. Like the fact that maybe I'm going to run out and throw my kayak in the water instead of going on the elliptical, because right. honestly I can do the elliptical yeah. the other, you know, nine months of the year. Right. Um, but I won't be able to kayak all year. So yeah, I, it's, 
I know. So it's then, that it's that balance, right? Between doing the thing that seems right in the moment and then yeah. also not completely good letting the wheels come off the bus. Right. Like you only live once, but also you have to live in this life today. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so how do you think um, those kind of self-care routines and stuff will be for August? Is it going to is it going to keep sliding for you? I mean, because I'm ready. I'm ready to get back on all the routine wagons, but you have a little longer. Is it going to keep yeah. sliding? Or are you going to well, kind of ease back to better routines? Um, I would like to not finish the summer 10 pounds heavier than when I started it. Yeah. So I am feeling pretty motivated to start making some inroads toward a better routine. Mm-hmm. I will say that, um, I will say that because I'm not doing a lot of traveling this month, I th- we might do like a couple overnights, but we don't have any big travel planned. Mm-hmm. And if I do any, tra- if I somehow manage to squeeze in a two nighter, it would just be me. I wouldn't. I'm not taking the kids. They don't yeah. even want to go anywhere anymore. They're right. like, done. We're done. So right. it would just, it would be when John's got the kids, if I had time to just do something by myself. Um, so uh, I, I'm going to start taking baby steps. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try not to get any worse. And so that's something right there. Yeah. I'm going to try at least to maintain. And then I'm going to try to just get a little bit better. Like I made a whole list last night and my routine, my whole week out and like nice. when I'm going to fit in workouts and when I'm going to like eat, decent dinners made at home because yes. that's can be a challenge when everyone's having a barbecue or whatever every other day. So, um, baby steps. Yeah, no, I think that sounds good. I feel the same way. Um, like health and nutrition is kind of nice because Brian and I like are very similar in when we like to eat healthy, we like to eat really healthy and then we relax on vacation. So it yeah. is nice. It's a pretty much a built-in accountability partner. Like we'll come back from a trip and it'll be the morning and he's like, what do you want for breakfast? I'm like all of the vegetables in a blender, <laughs> like, don't, yes. you know, like egg whites, everything. Yeah. It's just that grossness feeling. So I do feel like um, food and nutrition should get pretty good in the next couple of weeks, even before school starts, just because we're just because we're motivated. And then, yeah, the house continues to be kind of a challenge for me. And I feel like I'm a broken record on this podcast because I feel like for a year I've been saying I just don't feel super just not in love with my decor right now. Right. Since we start, since I started, we, since I started working more, the house was the first thing to go. And I don't mean like laundry and dishes. I mean, like just nesting in my space, yeah. oh, you know, yeah. updating things seasonally and taking on little projects and hanging stuff on the wall. And regular listeners, you've heard me talk about this. That's so probably getting old, but um, I so, do, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, sorry, I totally no. just interrupted you, but I was going to say like, I was having the same problem because I moved into this house and I think I've talked to, I've complained. Yeah that I did a whole bunch right away at the beginning yep. and then totally stopped. And, um, last gosh, whatever the last time was, I had like a whole day to myself with mm-hmm. nothing really to do. I went to TJ Maxx and I just bought stuff that I felt like would make the house homier. Yeah. And I bought a hanging kit and I got home and I literally mm-hmm. did not allow myself to take anything off the couch until I had yeah. decided where it was going to go and like hung it. Or so now I've got new, stuff on my walls and everything looks like yeah. kind of homey again but my house is teeny so it was kind of right. easy like it only took me a day yeah no I'm really I'm really close to being ready to do that and another thing and this is I think this is if we have a tip this is a good one for late summer I just um did a big uh I always say goodwill it's not actually goodwill it's not the organization that I give to but a pickup a you know donation pickup. oh yeah yeah and I use this website that I feel like is available everywhere so I'll mention it it's called pickupplease.org is that where you oh. are and oh, it's, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think it's it. Vietnam Veterans of America. That oh, yeah. No, we have that. I just didn't know about the site. So I think the site just might be a handy URL <gasps> to remember. So it's okay. pickupplease.org. You can schedule it sometimes as soon as a couple days. I would say what usually when I schedule it is about a week out. Um, but that's actually kind of ideal. I put it on my calendar. They'll call you the day before to remind you. And then you put stuff. Um, I also like that you don't you do have to tell them what you're going to donate roughly so they can plan for space. But it's like three boxes. One is one to four bags or boxes. One is four to 15. And then one is like bigger than that. And I always do four to 15 because I'm like, well, I for sure can have four bags of stuff and then I can go all the way up to 15 if I want. Okay, I'm on their website right now. They take everything. Yeah, they take almost everything. (laughs) And um, right now, as we speak, in fact, if you hear truck noise, that's probably what it is. It's out at the end of my driveway. I love that they call you ahead of time. They've never no-showed. And I usually, I used to have people kind of no-show or like a miscommunication about when. They've never no-showed. I use big black garbage bags. Um, 
And I went around my house this morning, like sneakily, stealthily, because the kids still don't want me to get rid of certain stuff. They are getting better about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I snuck some stuff in there. And so I have probably 10 bags, a lot of clothes, toys, odds and ends, a couple of lamps that we kept um, keeping in the garage thinking we'd find a place for and didn't. And so that feels really good. So I while I, I'm not quite to the hanging stuff on the wall yet, but I do feel like getting rid of stuff um, is it just feels so good. So it's a good so they are in Michigan. That. OK, I'm looking at this now. They're in Michigan. They're all over. the Well, they're they're like on the East Coast, Florida, Colorado, Oregon, California, Michigan. So there's, you know, if you yeah. live in one of those areas. Oh, in Louisiana. So I, I love this because I think this might be the same organization that leaves these green cards um, in our mailboxes. Mm-hmm. And if and it's got a date on it. Yeah. And then I used to always make a point and it happens like quarterly. Yeah. And I used to always make a point to give at least one bag away. And it's mm-hmm. like, here's the date we're coming through your neighborhood, blah, blah, blah. But the last like three or four times I've missed it. And I'm so mad at myself yes. when I miss it. So well, also the other thing about those ones that say we're going to be on your street is I feel like they used to just be on your street. And then I feel like the ones around here changed to say, we're going to be on your street, but call us if you have anything. And it was that extra oh, step. Ugh. And yeah, so I like, happen. I like this pickupplease.org because it's, it's totally on my own schedule, but I can always get it scheduled within a few days. Right. Um, and like I said, they, they never know show they're great and they, they rarely reject something. I have a car, an old car seat out there right now. And I'll have to report back because I don't think you can donate old car seats. It probably just needs probably to be can't, in yeah. the garbage. Yeah. Um, it, it actually, I think old car seats and old cribs, stuff like yeah. that. I think they're all non donatable. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then they won't take certain electronics they won't take. Um, but anyway, I just think that's a nice way to feel like if we're talking about this sort of seasonal slump, it's a nice way to just you know, clear out the old. And the one thing I've yeah. learned about that too, is it doesn't take as long as you think like you, you we right. have this fantasy, like I'm going to go through my entire house, every kid's drawers. But if you just put a pickup on the calendar, what ends up happening for me is I just run around for like an hour and bag stuff mm-hmm. up and it's still better than nothing. It's maybe not the full purge I needed, but it's we're lighter and I feel yeah. literally like feel lighter. So, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. All yeah. right. So now what we're slumped. I know we're, we're still in a, a seasonal slump. Um, <laughs> do you want to talk about kind of the perspective of having older kids and how yes. their schedules like, cause I, it's not like you're like maintaining their bedtimes in the summer. Right. And it's and too early like, yeah. to like force them to get on a school. It schedule. is. Well, and you know, we talked about that. Like for me right now, I am focusing on the house and I have been doing a pretty bang up job since I got home from my last. Well, I made a point before I went on my last trip to get the house in order because there's nothing more depressing than coming home from a long trip to a super yes. cluttered and messy house, in my opinion. So I tried to get it to a place where it was at least manageable. Mm-hmm. And then um, I've been keeping it up pretty well. But I mean, as far as like our routines, part of the thing is my kids are mostly older. I mean, yeah. two, three of the five are teens, two yeah. are adults. Um, and I'm just losing control in yeah. a lot of ways. And they're not with me all the time. They're right. with their dad half the week. So like, I have no idea what's happening there. I don't, that's not my business. Like, yeah. I mean, I can, I think, I think they're having a pretty lackadaisical schedule on both sides. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. So um, I probably won't do much with that until like the weekend before school starts mm-hmm. and just crack down. And of course, the trick there is it's a holiday weekend. Yeah. So that's, that's not easy either. You know, it's it's never perfect. And I find that the first few days of school, like the first day everyone's on that adrenaline rush and it's great. No matter how little sleep everyone's yeah. running on, they seem to do fine. And then by day three, everyone is falling apart and then you have a weekend and then you kind of just get back in the swing. I don't, I don't hold myself to too high a standard with that first week anymore. I used to really put a lot of emphasis on schedules going again. And I I don't anymore. Don't you think too, that with teenagers, um, not only are they more independent and kind of more responsible for a lot of their own kind of self-care, but also they've gone through the back to school rigmarole so many times now that it even though it, it is a shock to all of our systems, but it's at least a familiar shock. Whereas I yeah. feel like first and second graders, um, I mean, they've only done this whole like summer to school transition a few right. times. And it, it it is best for everyone if there's like just some some intentionality about how we kind of ease back in. So I almost feel like you are off the hook. Like you don't you don't have to really. Yeah, you're right. And they're the not same. little kids. They're right. not, they, don't, they don't come home and take naps anymore. They're right. not like the kind of kids who get off the bus and look like. 
they've just been, you know, shell through. Yeah, that shell shocked look that like kindergartners get when they yes. the first time they do a full day of school. Yeah. You know, they've all they're taken in stride now. Yes. Their energy levels don't really dip like that. So it's very different yeah. um, than it was when they were little. I think I did need. Plus, you know, it, back in, with a five or a six year old, like if they don't sleep, your night's ruined. Right. Exactly. If my 14 year old doesn't sleep, I don't know about it. Right. He doesn't come and tell me. Right. So. And it's yeah. kind of up to them to start to realize like, oh, I don't feel so good if right. I'm going to bed at. 2 a.m. Exactly. Um, I can tell you one thing I am looking forward to since we're talking about your boys. And that is that Reed needs a haircut so badly. (laughs) It's like, oh, his hair is getting thicker and like Mm -hmm. he's sweatier. I mean, he's still only eight. So it's not this is like pretty far from teen, but he's still just like he's more boy and less like he just looks sticky all the boy. And like and he doesn't like it, which is interesting. Um, Cause I mean, there's a lot of boys who are wearing their hair quite a bit longer these days, but he's yes. always worn it pretty short. And so now it's at this awkward middling length and it feels hot. And he's like, Ugh. mom, I really want a haircut. And we've just had, again, it's just been scheduling. Brian likes to take him to the barber shop. That's kind of like the hip, hip, hipster, manly barber shop. Mm-hmm. Um, but that requires Brian taking him and they don't take appointments. You got to go and sit and wait. And we just haven't had that kind of time. So I have a, yeah. a mop headed child, like, parading around he's at camp and don't you feel week. like in the summer their hair grows faster yes. than other times of the year yes mine my boys i keep taking them in for cuts and it they keep coming back and clara is growing her bangs out right now okay um but it turns out the summer is the perfect time because she just wears like a, one of those cloth headbands yeah like every single day and she looks adorable yeah, so that's, it's, that's working cute. out pretty well i know violet um has been kind of rocking that little bob for a while yeah. we did it last fall and then she let it grow out and then we did it again right toward the end of the school year. And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot how great this is. So I think even though it's only been a couple of months, I think I'll do that again before school. It's, it looks really cute on her and it's just really helps with um, just, she doesn't like her hair brush. She doesn't like ponytails. So I, what yeah. I usually do is just pull just kind of her bang, her, she doesn't have bangs, but the, the front part of her hair back in a little, a little teeny ponytail just to get out of her eyes. And then, then she's good to go. So. Let's talk about let's talk about how we get in a slump. I mean, we've kind of talked Ugh. about this summer's slump, but how do you know when you're in a seasonal slump? And this could be, by the oh. way, it doesn't have to be summer because this kind of same thing can happen in the winter. Yeah, my slumps always look the same. Do you want to go first or should I go for it? You go. All right. Well, I just take to my bed <laughs> <laughs> and I already work from bed a lot. Um, I like to lounge in my bed. I really enjoy my bed. So I pet my cat in my bed. So sometimes it's hard for me to like actually see what's happening. The fact that like, I'm really having a hard time getting out of my bed, but what to me, it's the bed. It's like wanting to just lounge combined with like spinning my wheels. Mm -hmm. So I will just do that thing where I just thinking about all the things I have to do, but it's just like in my head spinning around and I can't get started on anything and I don't feel like getting started on anything. And it's just like what did that meta. look like for you when your kids were littler? I'm just curious because I know. I mean, obviously, we all me have- lying on my bed <laughs> with my kids crawling all over me. <laughs> so, so I mean, I've tried to saying. relocate. Like sometimes I'll try to relocate to the sofa, and actually, that's a great mood lifter because I I don't get as slumpy on my sofa as I do in my bed. Like my bed is like a. It's like I have a love hate relationship. It can be the best of places mm-hmm. or the worst of places for me. It can put me in a great mood and a great like mental place. I feel yeah. very creative when I'm sitting reclined with my feet up with my computer, yeah. but I can also get seriously slumpy and I have to kind of head it off the pass. Yeah. So I feel like this is going to be one of those areas where we're very different. Okay. So <laughs> when I am in a slump, I actually get kind of manic. Um, okay. And what I do, the reason I know I'm not happy in the current season is that I start obsessively preparing and thinking about the next season. And I mean, when I, I, when I say obsessively, I mean like way too far in advance. So for example, if we're talking about school starting now, it really does start in a week. So now it would make sense to start thinking about shoes, the uniforms, getting things lined up. But I was doing that like three weeks ago because I, I do really like to plan for the future. I like to get organized for the next season. I really like fresh starts, but it, when it's a clue for me that it's like kind of not normal is when it's like, way earlier than anybody else is doing it. And I will do this yeah. pre-holidays too. It it feels fun for me. It's like, okay, I'm going to look at the August calendar and I'm going to like make sure the kids are all signed up for their activities. And maybe I'll check the school message board to see if anybody's like exchanging uniforms yet. And of course nobody is because school doesn't start for like seven weeks. And so that is actually, it sounds weird, but the way I know I'm in a seasonal slump is that I start sort of like projecting and putting myself 
unnecessarily early into the next phase. So this is for, so funny. Isn't that weird? Like, that's not what you would yeah. do at all. You would not no, think well, I'm going to go just, buy school supplies. I'm which, just thinking about this. This Like, I bet for you, relaxation typically looks like a positive thing. And for me, um, being super energetic or manic or prepping in any way is always positive. Like, I can't think of a time I've ever been like running around preparing for something and not felt fantastic. Yeah. So it's just funny that they would it would like I don't know that they would manifest itself so yeah. differently. And I mean, they're definitely I can enjoy the prepping when it's like appropriate, but I right. feel like it comes out and it was the same when I was preparing for new babies. I would I'm not a big buyer. I'm not a shopper. Yeah. I'm not I don't have problems with online shopping, but when I do, it's in this like it's like I don't want to be in this early August hot AC broken, kids are yeah. grumpy work is hard. So instead I'm going to look at every lunchbox on Pottery Barn and track down every (laughs) coupon code and like obsessively nest for the new school year. I mean, I guess it's a productive way to have a slump, but I can always tell when it feels a little like weird, like nobody else is thinking about this right now. (laughs) So, so, but you know, when I were like, uh, kind of just jotting down some tips, And the tip that I gave for getting out of the slump is to like give myself a deadline. But then in the meantime, just lean into it because I, I don't, I can't pull myself out of stuff like that. Like I've Mm -hmm. tried and I just find that the harder I like try to force myself to not do the thing that I'm doing right now, the more I almost kind of waste it. Like maybe there's benefit in Mm -hmm. me just lying around or maybe there's benefit in you obsessively shopping because you're getting some stuff done. Yep. And like, I think it's when we start feeling bad about it, that it, then it spirals because then you've got the guilt and the anxiety on top of the thing that you're doing. That's maybe not the most productive thing. And so it just like creates this vicious cycle. Well, I, I think you're really right. And another thing that you said is kind of giving yourself easy to do's that are right in front of you. And that really helps me because when I go into this phase, it's because it's an avoidance, it's, it's an escape. It's more fun to think about shiny new backpacks than it is to think about the fact that we have five more weeks where I have to work from home with three kids underfoot. Um, So it's sort of like an escape, which like we said, it's a productive escape, but it's still trying to, it's still pulling me out. So instead I feel like, like you said, easy to do lists, easy, small projects for me, just getting that stuff out to the curb this morning felt really good. So something that affects your world right now, um, I think is super helpful because we avoid that when we're in a slump. Yeah. You know, um, another thing that just kind of crossed my mind and we're talking about this is that I think one of the benefits that come with age and experience Mm -hmm. is that you realize it's you're going to get it done. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. even if you don't even if your house completely fell apart. Yeah. Tomorrow. And even if you didn't get school supplies when you were supposed to or even if you forgot to order the backpacks or whatever it is. Right. You've been through enough back to school. and I've been through 16 years of this transition. So I don't. I don't sweat it anymore as much because I have enough experience yes. to know like, man, whatever it's going to yep. happen one way or the other. And if I'm a little behind, I'm a little behind and I'll get ahead again. Yeah, no, I, I really like that actually. So last week I'll just tell this little story, but last week our AC was out all week. It just made for grumpy everyone. And it, it meant that I kept doing these weird errands in like the middle of the day instead of being at home because it was right. so hot. But um, the kids were really bored one day and Allegra said, can we go knock on neighbor's doors and invite neighbor kids to do a talent show together? And I said, I thought she was going to say invite us into their house. with no, the AC. That, Yeah, that would be a good idea. <laughs> can we go invite ourselves um, to our neighbor's house? Yeah. No, she said, can we have a talent show and go invite neighbor kids to do it with us? And I said, sure, because I was on my computer working and I was like, that sounds fine. It's like 90 degrees out and it's like 87 in our house. So right. they're gone for a while. They all three went. And the reason I said sure is um, I love my 10 year old, but she has a lot of new ideas and not a lot of finishing power. So it's Mm -hmm. pretty easy to be like, yeah, if you can pull that off, like show me that you can do that and then I will support it. Well, they come back like a half an hour later walking around in the heat and they're like, "Okay, the talent shows tomorrow at 245 at our house. And we we knocked on these doors. These neighbors are going to be in it with us. And they kept knocking on doors and they invited some neighbors without kids to be an audience like our cute retired Um, the retired man across the street who's like the sweetest and then next to them they have grown kids and so they recruited not only participants and the participants moms to okay it but then also an audience of people who don't even have kids and they set a time and it was the time was totally arbitrary it was for the next day at 2 45 i was like okay i guess we're doing this and i said you guys are going to help me clean because this house is really bad and it's going to be hot so we're just 
it's just going to have to be hot. And I texted the moms and I was like, I guess this is happening. Um, and we actually did it. And it was it was a great lesson for me because it's so easy when you're in a slump to just not want to do anything like that. Like, I right. don't want I'm not the fun, creative beginning of summer mom. I'm like the boring, working end of summer mom who really had no need for a talent show in a non air conditioned house. But right. we went to Trader Joe's. We got some cookies and lemonade. We came back, we power cleaned the house and we rearranged the furniture in the front room to make an audience. And like six kids did bad dance routines and magic tricks in my living room for a bunch of neighbors. So I don't know. Is there a tip there? It's that maybe like maybe a radical shift in project, like like a radical project and something that feels like the worst possible idea might just shake things up enough. And it got my house cleaner that had, than it had been in several weeks because I was having people over, you know? So well, uh, bless you. I, when my house, when my air conditioning was out, I don't think I was even in it. I (laughs) I just kept leaving. Well, I just, we had all the doors and windows open, which was like sort of tolerable. And I, you know, most of the people coming, I'm pretty good friends with. And I just said, look, it's going to be a short, hot talent show. It's the hottest show in town. And you're going to want to leave like 10 minutes after you get here. But it was really sweet and neighbors appreciated it. And my kids were happy. It gave them something to do. So I don't know, maybe there's, there's a lesson in there about just like one last burst of yeah, energy shaking things up. It, yep. to shake things up can can help. And I felt good about it because I felt like I hadn't been just the boring worky mom, which I mostly had been. So um, do you want to talk about I want to talk about getting ready for back to school because I have okay. some thoughts about that. Um, do you, well, I mean, yeah. and I think I think before and I think I, I had one other thought yeah, that please. I think is more relative to or. uh is more relevant, sorry, to people who for whom the summer has an end. Like you guys, yeah. your weather kind of stays the same, but the season does end. Like the idea of your own holiday yeah. does come to an end. And I think the thing that can be it can be really tempting to see back to school like the first day back as like a deadline, like a yeah. hard and fast deadline. But no matter where you live, weather is going to stay summery for a bit. Um, I know we've had really beautiful September's into October's for the last few years. Mm -hmm. And I just have to remind myself that I still have time. Like I still have time to do all that stuff. Even after the kids are in school, there's still going to be weekends. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said before, even if, even if something doesn't get purchased or I'm not like on my super a game, the day they start, I have time. Like there's just always more time than we think to ease in a little bit if we have to. And um, particularly if you feel a lot of pressure to get in all that summer fun before the kids first day of school. Yes. And they start in the middle of August. Like that's a lot of pressure. That's not enough time right. to do, but you still have plenty. You, you still, still have, have plenty of time. time. And I would, I would echo that for the moms who are just beginning this whole school experience. Like if you're just sending a first one to kinder or preschool, it's even easier to put that kind of deadline on yourself. And, and a lot of it comes because we're excited. It's something new. Um, but I would say that like your kids really benefit from a gradual transition. And while not everything is gradual, I mean, one day you're on summer break and the next day you're at school, but if the rest of kind of how you're easing in and how that kid adjusts, it's going to be a while they're going to need like, you know, some, some transition time. So I think thinking about it as a more of an overlap, like a summer fall overlap rather than a hard deadline. Um, You can still go get ice cream. You can still. Yes go away for the weekend. One thing you, I you know, actually there's like stuff you could still do. Yeah. One thing I actually like about this mid August start is that Labor Day is a really nice reset because we've been oh, in for yeah. like two and a half weeks and then it's a three day weekend to look forward to. And it Labor Day still feels like this kind of end of summer wrap up. So it does feel like those first few weeks are like school year light, you know, <laughs> like yeah. we're, we're just practicing. We're getting into the groove. Um, so tell me, tell me what grade everybody's going into and what, if anything else is starting up for you, like, Jeez, any I sports hope I can remember. Um, <laughs> you well, can remember. Yes, I can remember. I'm, I'm joking. Claire is going into fourth grade. Okay. Owen's going into seventh. William's going into ninth. So he'll be a high schooler. So I'll have kids again. Well, yeah. I've always, for the last, I don't even know how many years I've had someone at the high school, some at the middle school and some at the elementary school. Um, so now I'll just have three. One of each. Yeah. One of each. You know, I don't know that any of my kids are planning to do any sports this fall. I think I might get Clara in a dance class. Uh-huh. Um, I have a show that I'm rehearsing for, which has also made this summer a little weird, but it's yeah. not too bad. Actually, it fits pretty well with the summer schedule. And then um, uh, William wants to do a production of Aladdin that I think would probably be in rehearsals in September. Mm-hmm. 
But I don't know that anyone's going to do a sport this fall, which I am okay with. Yeah. And you've had, because I remember we've had fall, heavy past falls. falls where you're like sports all over the place. Yes. And I'm okay with not this year. We're going to be busy enough as it is. And I don't mind easing in. So I think it's going to be relatively laid back. How about you? Well, so the big change for us that a lot of listeners know is that Violet is starting at the school where the big kids go. So I will have all three kids in school all five days, same schedule, same drop off, same pickup, same place, which just feels gloriously simple. So simple. So simple. Before she was in three full days of school and, you know, on the off days, she was my little sidekick and it was it was fine. I've talked about that, but it's more um, I was really mentally done with preschool. And I, I kind of feel bad saying that because preschool is a very, they're wonderful years, but I had a kid in preschool for seven years straight. You know, we had an Arizona preschool and then one here and we moved kind of halfway through, but for seven years I had somebody in a preschool program and I just was, I'm mentally in elementary school now. So it feels so simple for my brain and I'm so excited for her. She just really thrives in like feeling like she's included with the big kids. So super excited for that. We also don't do we're not in any team sports right now. Um, so fall, fall around here is big because soccer is such a big yeah. deal and fall baseball for the baseball people. And so I am, I'm just fine with the fact that we're not a team sport, you know, family, but our Taekwondo is year round and it's, it is a pretty big time commitment. So, but it doesn't really change in the fall. And then for Violet, she did gymnastics um, all last school year mm-hmm. and she loved it, but we stopped for summer and I, I have like an arbitrary rule that, I don't put new kinders in anything because they just lose their bananas. It takes them a long time. They're so grumpy. They're so tired. All the behavior Mm -hmm. stuff comes out. I think when they get home from school, because they have to hold it together and you just never know how that transition is going to manifest. So it was kind of, it's not like I made this arbitrary rule the first time I had a kinder, but it just so happened. I remember with Reed, I was pretty like, I was like, I think I'm not going to have him do anything. And then with Violet, I'm for sure not. So it's just sort of like if you're starting kindergarten, you really you you don't do anything else. It's just your your job. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I, I never really thought about this when you mentioned like being done as a preschool parent. And I'm think I was kind of thinking back to like the difference between being a preschool parent. Do you feel like there's like a bigger mental load for the parent? Yeah. When the kids are in preschool. And I don't know what it is. Is it because there's more? I think it's because it's voluntary. Yeah. And there's you're, almost you're an usually expectation paying for it. You're, you're paying for it. And there's more expectations on you. Um, yes. Dropping up and picking up yep. is more complicated. Yep. It just felt like work when yes. my kids were in preschool and kinder is work because you have to like help them transition. But typically there's not a lot of homework. It's just. Yeah. They're in the easy. system. Like they're, they're in. Right. <laughs> yeah. They're in the system. Like they're being. It's all figured out for you. You yes. don't really have to do a lot. And I, yeah. And that's I, interesting. I also almost felt pressure to like care more about preschool than I did and with my third kid who wasn't particularly into it she actually did not have a lot of she didn't have a lot of friends this last year in preschool the year before she did but they were all a year older and all her friends are either neighbors or they're like family friends so I just felt like neither she nor I had anything left any more emotional ties left to that school except for one teacher we're very close with one teacher and that was that was meaningful, but I just was like mentally done almost the entire year. So yeah. that's all right. man, I remember when my, I think it was Will was in preschool and maybe Owen, there was like a big group of moms who would get together every Tuesday at the Dairy Queen. And I felt like a lot of pressure to do that. Yeah. Even though I really, that was like my personal nightmare. Yeah. There was just more of that kind of yep. per- participation stuff. Yeah. So. And much more like, uh, yeah, parent involvement in the classroom. It depends on the school you're in. And and yeah. I actually would love to be in the kindergarten classroom a little bit. I was I was never in the preschool classroom for various reasons. But um, so it's not that I have anything against that, but I just right. was ready to move on. So yep. um, one thing I was going to mention, because this is like super nerdy and super me. Um, but this week, so this is our last full week before school starts. And Reed happens to be in an all day camp doing like robotics and Lego and he's in heaven. Both girls are very picky about their clothes. I've talked about this before. They like really have. I mean, I don't they don't they're not diagnosed with any particular sense of sensory issues, but it's right in that same vein of like clothes are itchy, takes a long time to get used to stuff. So I basically this week have planned a like uniform boot camp where I am making them both of them because Allegra is also going to have a little bit more like self-care routine this year. She's fifth grade. Like I want her to do her own hair. I want her to wear deodorant. Like it, she's just mm-hmm. going to have like more to do in the mornings. So I'm making them put on their uniform, including shoes because shoes are such an issue for Violet 
and keep it on for like an hour every day so that I can like work out all the kinks of like this tag itches, this is uncomfortable, whatever. And then I'm totally bribing them with something <laughs> at the end of the week to look forward to. It may be a Build-A-Bear. That's, Ooh. I know, we've never done that. Um, and I don't actually, I haven't promised it for sure. But this is my plan because it can just kill my mornings. The, the fighting yeah. about stuff being uncomfortable and not wanting to get dressed and Violet in particular. But Allegra, she has a tough time too. And she has a tough time staying on task in the morning. So hers is a little bit more routine practice. And Violet's is a little bit more about the actual clothing and the outfits. But that is my uniform boot camp. And it is happening this week. That's and smart. I'm full very blown proactive. Bribing. <laughs> yes. Um, hey, just a quick tip about Build-A-Bear. Yeah. Someone who's done it exactly once i've never done it um look at the site before you go i'm assuming you can build one and figure out how many added add-ons you can afford and then tell the kids you know yes and that very directly i was actually gonna later this afternoon i was gonna take them to the mall because we pick read up over there anyway and actually kind of do a walkthrough and have them actually see what's involved for the same reason so either do it online or actually even stop in the store because i don't want to I don't want to end up like with a $75 teddy bear. So yeah, I need you, to kind of know what the limits are. I think if I, if it was me, I think I would do some reconnaissance work beforehand okay. so you can set expectations. That's okay. just my, yep. just knowing the ages of your kids yep. because man, it is hard yeah. once you get in there. We only went once and we actually took Jacob and Isaac when they were older mm-hmm. and had them build a bear for their younger siblings. Oh, that's it was a Christmas super cute gift. idea. It was super okay, cute, you. but like. We didn't think about the fact that, you know, a voice box was like 15 bucks right. and then like an outfit was yeah. 12 and then like a hat for the outfit. Right. The coordinate of the outfit was another 10 or whatever it was. And it, they got very expensive very fast. Yeah. And I wished I had gone in knowing yeah. price tags so that I could have been like, OK, we're probably only going to do two things on each bear or whatever. Yeah, yeah you no, I, 75 bucks fast. I will definitely do that. And the other thing I'm doing is like. It's not really an option that I'm going to make them practice their uniform for a few days. So the build a bit, the bribe is like, it's not like, like if they decided I don't want to wear my uniform this week, I'll opt out of the bribe. That's not really an option. It's more like, right, they have here's, to do here's a reward what. for putting up with mom's crazy idea, but you're doing it anyway, whether, whether or not. Yep. So that's what we're doing. Um, I, 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 yeah. Other than that, like we have new backpacks and lunch boxes. I look forward to that. Um, school supplies, our school did. Um, a cool company called Yubler, which allows the teachers to mm-hmm. upload everything. And then you just click once and order it all. And some of the proceeds go back to the school. So that was a first. That was really easy. I already did it. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. So, I don't so you're know. you're like done, you know, in like three weeks, I'm going to be the one freaking out. Yeah. And you'll just be like, Megan, it's calm down. It's all going to be it's fine. It's going to be fine. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, we'll have to check in with you because I'm not even going to make you talk about back to school because you have four more weeks of summer. Yeah, yeah, not there yet. No, not there yet. Um, so before we wrap up, I have a cue it up. And first of all, we've gotten so much great feedback on this segment. So if you're a newer listener, a month or two ago, we started um, taking a little time at the end of the episode to recommend an older episode from the archives. And the reason we started this is we do have new listeners all the time. And some like to go back and listen from the very beginning. That's totally like a personal choice. Um, but other people kind of skip around and go back and listen to topics that might interest them. And our, if you're like in a podcast app and looking, you'd be scrolling forever. We just have a lot yeah of content. So this is a fun way. And it's fun for us, I think, too, Megan, to look back and be like, oh, yeah, I forgot we did that. So yeah, I, I think I say I forgot we did that more often than I say. I remember that one. Yeah. So um, yeah. And so and it doesn't always have to do with the topic you've just listened to. It's pretty random. Sometimes they're really old. Sometimes they're not quite as old. But it's it, the idea is to give you a place if you like this episode, like and you you want to keep listening. If the baby's still napping or you're still on your walk or in your car, then here's what you can queue up next. So. The one I picked is a little bit related to this, and it's called How to Be a Happier Sports Parent. And it's just a year old. It's from August of 2017. Um, It is episode 117. And similar to this back to school stuff and this seasonal transition, we just talked about specifically going into fall sports um, and everything we've learned over the years about having kids in activities, like how to dial back the crazy a little bit, Mm -hmm. how to find activities both for your kids and yourselves that work for your family. Um, we're not saying like, don't sign your kids up for stuff, but how to sign your kids up for stuff and not lose your mind is a, yep. maybe a subtitle for that. It was one. a fun one. I, I like that one. And I do remember doing that one. Yeah. Actually. So again, it's uh, 117. It's from August of last year, 2017. And it's called how to be a happier sports parent. 
Um, all right, Megan, are we wrapping up? I, I am feeling a little better about good. this August slump. So thank I'm you. feeling like I might get out of bed today. I just might. kidding. I'm, I've already been doing a bunch of stuff. It's not like I'm literally just like lying in bed, but it, the pull is strong. The pull, Brian calls it the bed magnet. The bed magnets yes, are on. The bed magnets are very <laughs> polarized today or whatever the opposite whatever of polar. I don't even know do. how magnets really work, but uh, yeah. So I'm, you know, I, by, when we finish this, I'm going to get up and make a few phone calls I've been putting off. Go get your kids' addresses changed. They're going to want another kids' addresses change. And then I'm going to make a healthy dinner tonight. I've decided I'm going to use my tagine. Oh, nice. Which is like a, you yes. know what a tagine is? Yeah, I do. I've had it for three years and forgot I had it. And then when I moved, it resurfaced. And I've been thinking I'm going to use it. So I'm making like a Moroccan chicken with um, almonds and dried apricots. That, I totally bunches. know what a tagine is. I have no idea how to use one. But that it's, sounds delicious. It basically works just like a pot. It's yeah. Just this, it's a different kind of vessel. And Honestly, here's something really sad. Speaking of slumps, I had not purchased spices since moving right. into this house. I remember you I've just been, this. I've just been using like two spice blends and yeah. salt and pepper on everything. And then whatever is left over from my HelloFresh, you yeah. know, sometimes you have like a little yeah. packet left. I'll just like use that. So it's been pretty sad. So making this food, uh, making this recipe actually forced me to buy some stuff nice. that I like ginger and um, turmeric and a couple other things that I didn't have. So nice. I love it. Look at me. I know. And I might slump be gone. I might hang some stuff on the wall. My air conditioning's <gasps> back, which means I feel like I have the energy to clean. It just felt so gross. It was so hot. Yep. I couldn't do anything. Okay, guys. Well, good. Look at us. Look at us. We got <laughs> energy to make it through August. Um, we love hearing from you guys. You can email us. Hello at the Hit us up on social media. We love your comments on Instagram and Facebook or your comments right on the show notes. We get some of those as well. And we will be back with you guys next week. The Mom Hour is brought to you by partners like Chatbooks. Chatbooks makes it beyond easy to create beautiful photo books by importing your digital photos from anywhere, Instagram, Facebook, Google Photos, or directly from your phone. The books come in a variety of sizes with beautiful cover options and binding styles to choose from, and they start at just $15. Plus, we have a great deal just for our listeners. Use code THEMOMHOUR20 to save 20% off your purchase. Just download the Chatbooks app and use code THEMOMHOUR20 to save 20%. Sarah, I started a Substack last spring just kind of as an experiment, and it turns out I love it. I'm treating it kind of like an old school blog, writing about things that are happening in my life. Megan, I've loved following your stuff on Substack, and I actually just really like Substack in general. You know, we've both been a lot less active on Instagram lately, and I'm finding that Substack scratches that itch to connect and create without all the busyness of a typical social media feed. So I would love it if Mom Hour listeners wanted to look me up there. I'm at meganfrancis.substack.com, and that's Megan with two A's, M-E-A-G-A-N-Francis.substack.com.